How can this be? I am back again. I thought about going uh, with the usual, how can this be? But I figured I'd change it up. Uh, I wanted to do maybe a little Jim Nance at the Masters sort of thing. I didn't really think that was my style, though. So I tried to break out into a little sing-song. I'm back. Jay Lang with you here. Uh, solo this part, but I have an esteemed colleague of mine uh, from my hoops days and now a, a podcasting colleague of mine, uh, Scott Picard, going to join me later on in the episode. We're going to discuss uh, a little bit of this past season of The Bachelorette. Um, our thoughts on how everything kind of shook out and went down uh, with Katie and the contestants and whatnot. Um, and then we're going to get into a little uh, BIP preview, a little Bachelor in Paradise preview. Um, you know, we're going to talk about some of the contestants uh, that that are on this year uh you know they're they're all from you know relatively recent season so if you've watched at all recently you kind of have a little bit of an idea of of these people that are going to be coming in it was a pretty good conversation with uh with scotty um it was nice he was in the eastern time zone for once we've done these before and i'm in i'm in new hampshire and and he's in scenic scottsdale arizona uh between trips to old town uh, making time to, to speak with me, but tonight he's in, uh, he's in New York, uh, he's in Rockaway, so, uh, you know, he, he made some, some time to chit-chat with me and, and, and discuss our, uh, our shared love of trash reality TV, um, you know, I don't know if those of you listening to this are, are Bachelor, Bachelorette fans or not, but if you're not, you should be. And if you are, bravo, happy to be here with you. Uh, Justin Lang, coming at you on the microphone. We're ending the stigma of men watching the Bachelor franchise. So, um, you know, I just figured I'd do a little little intro, couple minutes, uh, give you a little, couple little uh, nuggets of some things that I was uh, thinking about past uh past few days since it was last just me on the show i know you tune in to uh to hear me speak you know i am the straw that stirs the drink here so um yeah i you know uh, first thing that that kind of uh came to my mind I, i'm i am flipping back and forth tonight between the uh between the the Yankees and the White Sox playing in the cornfields out in Iowa doing the Field of Dreams thing, um, and uh, and and the Patriots preseason game against the Washington professional football team, which I, I kind of wish they'll just keep that name at the end of the season. Uh, the the WFT, I, I kind of like it. I've gotten used to it, you know. Um, after they changed their name from the r words uh last year uh, i know they're supposed to announce a new team name uh sometime after the season in, in early 2022 so um you know i kind of like the concept uh that they're going with the the field of dreams thing um i like that the white Sox are wearing their old timey uniforms um it's cool that they entered through the cornfield and and everything and it's it's fun that they're hitting homers into a cornfield i like that as well so i'm um, i'm wondering 
though I don't think this is the Field of Dreams cornfield. It doesn't look like it. It looks like the uh, they're, they're showing an aerial shot of it right now from one of the handful of blimps in the world, which I don't know if, if some of you are uh, fans of the of the Mick man or not, uh, Coley Mick, he's a, a personal favorite of mine. Um, figured out a couple years ago, there's only like 26 blimps in the entire world, which seems incredibly low. I mean, it, you think you're you're thinking there's probably, I mean, shit, at least 26 games going on at a time in just like one college football season on a Saturday, you know, like, I mean, and those always seem to have blimps flying overhead somehow. So how there's only 26, I don't know if they're just flying around and aerial view provided to you by the Goodyear blimp. And there's just a bunch of Goodyear blimps flying around different areas of the of the country at any given time, but um, I, I don't know how I, I ended up here on this blimp shot thing here. But uh, the the aerial view of the field, um, you know, looked like it was just kind of a novelty cornfield um, set up as kind of the Field of Dreams thing. And uh, for those of you unaware, Field of Dreams is a movie that came out in 1989, uh, starring Kevin Costner. Uh, has all these old dead ball players. Most specifically, the Black Sox uh, that were suspended for throwing the World Series in 1919. Um, so, uh, you know, I think it's a cool concept. It's it's fun that they're out in a, a place where they don't typically have Major League Baseball games. I mean... The closest Major League Baseball team to Iowa, I would have to think, is the Twins. I mean, there's just not much up there. You got the Dakotas to the west. You got Minnesota to the east. Uh, you got Missouri to the south. So, I mean, it's either, you know, the the Royals or the Cardinals or the Twins. Those are the, the three options, I think, if you're out in in Iowa watching baseball. So it's cool that they're uh, kind of bringing the water to the horse rather than bringing the horse to water here for those people. Um, Cause I I've always felt bad for them being fans of teams. Cause those States out there are so big. The, the Dakotas, I don't know why they're not just one state. They're like less populous than the state I live in. And I live in a small state. So, um, like those states are all so big and so cold and there's just nothing there. So it's cool that, I mean, even if you're not a Yankees fan or a White Sox fan that you can go to see a game in your home state and not have to, you know, fly or really break the bank to get there, drive nine hours. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so uh, you know, wa- watching this, uh, you know, uh, the Pats. I mean, it's it's a preseason game. Anybody who takes these things seriously is ridiculous. You know, it's uh, it's preseason game number one 
if people are already anointing starters and, and whatnot. I've, I've got my Twitter pulled up here. It's, it's lunacy. It's lunacy. You know, I, I half these guys aren't even going to make the team. They're mixing and matching. Like, I don't know who most of the dudes are, even the rookies, you know, I mean, uh, football is not my primary sport, but that I, that I watch and, and know and, you know, so on and so forth. But I, I do watch quite a bit of Patriots games and I have for many years now, but I'm not going to put too much stock in a preseason game. So it, it was nine to seven when I just flipped it, uh, back over here. I haven't checked what it is now. Anyway, that's not the point. So I, you know, I touched on the field of dreams thing. Uh, one, one thing that happened last week and Obviously, I'm a, a little behind the, the eight ball here talking about it, but whatever. Nobody cares. Uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis not bathing and not bathing their kids is fucking disgusting. <laughs> uh, I understand the kids more so than them, but... Like, they, they said as long as you don't see dirt on the kid, they don't think there's a point to washing him, which, okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe, like, once a week, that's fine for, for like, a day. But, like, you're going to have the smelly kid in class. That sucks for the kid just because you don't feel like bathing him. And, like, you're fucking rich, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis. You've got more money than God. And you can just hire somebody to bathe them if you don't want to do it. I'm sure there are plenty of people that would do that for you. Um, and I think that it's just so disgusting that these two adults are running around getting all smelly got all sorts of bo and sweat and just body cheese falling off you what i'm about to say next might surprise some people especially if you're Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis fans. It feels pretty good to take a shower after a sweaty, gross day. But both of them barely rinse off. I think Ashton Kutcher said he washes his pits and his crotch. And throws a little water on his face after he works out. Why don't you wash your ass, Ashton? Just the crotch and the pits, but no caboose, huh? Any particular reason? Do you not defecate? I don't know. Seems pretty gross. And... You know, he's a, a celebrity hottie, that Ashton Kutcher. So, takes a little sheen 
off of his otherwise sterling body of work. And then Mila Kunis is almost even worse. I mean, just the the thing that she used to describe it. She washes her pits, tits, holes, and souls. Just going to let you digest that one real quick before I move on. All right, digestion time over. Ah, uh, that's weird. Just the just the the chesticles front and back. At least at least she washes washes the backside, unlike old old Ashy baby there. But still pretty gross. Just, like if you're in the shower, just wash your body. Like you hear stories, just horror stories of celebrities that smell like shit. And every so often, a story like this pops up. And I don't understand it. Like this isn't that hard to just shower. It's pretty easy. On a light day, I shower twice a day. I mean, feels good both times. I feel fresh. I feel clean. It's nice. It's nice to exist with a clean body and not smelling like a barn. Fucking gross. But it, it kind of reminds me of, and, and I've, oh, I've spoken very glowingly of... My grandfather, on my dad's side, uh, Gil Lang Sr., um, who, Grandpa, if you're listening to this, I hope you're enjoying the seventh circle of hell. Hope it's nice and hot down there for you. Um, He, my Grammy told me that for the last two decades... They were married. He did not shower once. He would take horse baths in the sink. So just wash, you know, top and tails, as Austin Powers would put it. So similar to what Mila Kunis is doing, which didn't... As soon as I heard it, I was like, that's exactly what my grandpa did. And uh, grandpa piece of shit just call a spade a spade here it just adds more layers to the lang family onion uh i mean i guess in this case both literally scent wise and uh metaphorically in familial history but they got divorced like 10 years before he died my my grammy and grandpa uh you know he was he was sleeping around with a, a gypsy shaman woman named Helen. Uh, so my Grammy divorced him and they moved on and went their separate ways. Uh, 
So it leads me to wonder if he showered at any point between their divorce and when he passed away. I don't have the answer to that question. All the people that do are deceased. So I guess we'll never know. Uh, I don't think there's some sort of, uh, you know, census taker for showers. But if there is and you know one, please let me know. I'd love to find out. But uh, he would just take these whores baths in the sink and uh, wash his face. And other than that, he would just coat himself in brute cologne like a lot a lot lot and smelled very very funkalicious and not in the good way um so that's fucking gross and to <laughs> i guess you know that that kind of brings up a a funny a funny story of uh, of Fit Lang family whimsy here uh, from from tales of yore, if you will. So, as I mentioned, they, meaning my grandparents, got divorced probably, I don't know, 2003, 2004, 2005, something like that. I'm not, I'm not really 100% sure. Um... My Grammy died Memorial Day weekend, 2012. So this was about six months after my dad had passed. So we did the funeral at the, at the local funeral home in my, uh, my hometown of, of scenic happening, booming metropolis, Newmarket, New Hampshire, of which... I've mentioned I am a long-time townie family, family legacy there, unfortunately. And, you know, pretty busy at the funeral home, being that I'm related to half the town. So, one notably absent individual from this was my grandfather, Gil Sr., because twofold. One, my Grammy didn't want him there, so he was barred. And two, nobody else liked him anyways. So um, what happened was, and this doesn't even involve my grandfather. So I, I was, so I I just graduated college. I was venturing off into the real world to chase all my hopes and dreams. Um, and I was... I showed up to the funeral and, you know, they, they had three people given eulogies. My, my aunt was my dad's sister, my uncle, my dad's brother and my cousin. So my dad's brother's child. Um, and the first one kind of went off without, you know, too much fanfare. My aunt and her husband got up there, you know, my aunt and uncle got up there and you know talked about how like my grammy and my my uncle didn't get my you know my aunt and uncle didn't get along with with my grammy or whatever they had a contentious relationship and you know we're happy that they 
uh, kind of reconciled and, and settled their differences. My, my Grammy and my, my aunt's husband, um, you know, before she passed. Um, and, you know, it was, that was fine. And then things got strange. So my uncle gets up there with like a, a wad of just kind of crumpled loose leaf paper. And he starts banging on the lectern like Mussolini and shouting about how my grandfather was an alcoholic and abusive and started all he would refer to him as was the monster and he was telling the story about a nondescript time period how he came home out for blood he was looking for to pull the belt out on my my dad or my uncle and i like he was like my and my mother grabbed the monster by the neck and pushed him up on the wall I'd never seen anything like it. And I was like, mind you, my Grammy was like five foot nothing on an apple box. Like she was not a very tall, statuesque, chiseled from granite and brawn of a woman, you know, who could suplex my grandfather into oblivion if she wanted to. She was a small woman with a lot of debilitating uh maladies um you know yells about that for about 15 minutes then he's talking about how he hates his name even though you know his real first name was was Philip and he named his son after him and then was railing on and on about how he hated his name in front of his son at the funeral. And I'm looking around and people are like crying, moved to tears by what's happening. And I'm looking around, I'm like, what is happening here? Like, what is going on? Am I living in an alternate reality? Is this a fantasy? That is unfolding in front of my very eyes? No, it wasn't. This actually happened. So that kind of fizzles out. A little more fanfare there, but you get the idea. And then the Coupe de Gras. My cousin gets up there and she's dressed like a geisha. She's wearing this flowing uh, silk dress with all these huge, unsightly koi fish all over it. It was very strange. And she spends the first 10 minutes talking about how she just recently got let go from her job and she's down on her luck and she's looking for any opportunity to work and if anybody there is hiring or knows somebody that's hiring uh, launches into detail about her resume 
what she's qualified to do, yada, yada, yada. All well and good, not at a funeral. No siree, Bob. That's not a eulogy. I would have thought less about this, as strange as it was, had I not just eulogized my own dad several months prior, but I was like, this isn't how this should be going. And then finally gets into talking about my my Grammy and, and whatever, and then kind of wraps it up with more employment stuff. And I'm looking around, I'm like, what fucking planet am I on? Holy shit. Oh my God. And people were sitting there like, oh yes, no, that's beautiful. Yes, that's, oh yes, I'm so glad that you said those things. Oh, Leslie would have, would have really loved that. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, I was, I was there with my, my, the now ex-girlfriend. I was like, what, what the fuck is going on? What is happening here? She was like, I don't know. I've, I've never been to a funeral like this. This is bizarre. I was like, yeah, no shit. This is bizarre. Nobody's been to a funeral like this. But anyway, I digress. That was the last time I saw a majority of these relatives, um, which honestly for the best. So, um, <laughs> I mean, Ladies and gentlemen, I implore you, please, whatever you do, don't get mixed up <laughs> with some of my relatives. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you it's, it's not worth your time. And I'll have, I'll have more stories in, in the future that'll oh, give you a little more in-depth detail about my upbringing that kind of shows you how the ball of wax here talking to you right now was shaped so um you know uh moving moving on here um uh, just two more things and then i'll i'll uh i'll get to the interview with with picard uh the first of which being I don't know if I got some sort of problem with me or what, but I cannot stop watching clips or pieces of Bo Burnham's new Netflix special, Inside. It's phenomenal. I think it's a work of art, honestly. I mean, I... Sneaky love musicals. They're fun as hell to watch. I just, I love the the creativity and everything. There's a lot of music here. It's unbelievably creative how he was able to put the entire thing together. 100,000% would recommend. And even better, uh, Mom, if, if you're listening to this podcast or, or Sandy... Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, um, mute your earpods. If you're into the jazz cabbage, which I know some of you out there may be, definitely worth your time. 
with all the pretty colors and the funny jokes and everything to indulge yourself a little bit, you know, maybe take an edible. Have a couple rips off the old pen. If you're feeling really frisky, maybe a bong. I don't know. That's up to you. Um, it's incredible. I, I, I can't say enough about it. I think uh, the two songs that I thought were the best in no particular order, uh, White Woman's Instagram and Welcome to the Internet. And I can't stop saying, singing, saying, singing the Welcome to the Internet song. Welcome to the Internet. Have a look around. Uh, the, the whole thing is just, it, it's hilarious through and through. Absolutely. You should pull it up this weekend. Watch it with your significant other if you're not doing anything. You know, pull out a little popcorn, maybe a couple uh, glasses of wine, some vino. Enjoy yourselves. Have yourselves an evening. So, uh, it's got me feeling some type of way, I must say. Uh, can't get over it. Um, I'll probably talk more about it, maybe write a blog about it. Um, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Um, and then number two, another thing I just watched the first episode of last night, uh, Netflix's new Malice at the Palace documentary. For those of you unfamiliar, okay, this was an all-out brawl, a hard foul turned into fisticuffs between the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons, which then spilled into the stands at the Palace at Auburn Hills. Uh, just outside of Detroit, where the uh, Pistons used to play their basketball games. So this really isn't even all that much about basketball. It's more about, it's all about the fight. You know, you get a little backstory on each of the guys that was really heavily involved. But you get a lot, a lot of background and insight from from these dudes that were involved in it. And it literally like ruined a couple of their careers for a few years there. Um, you know, some dudes are never the same. Ron Artest got suspended for like 70 games, something like that. Steven Jackson got 30. Jermaine O'Neal got 25. Like these dudes got <laughs> lost some money. They lost a lot of game checks. So, um, I mean, I'd recommend it 100%. Absolutely. Uh, it's a, it's a series. You know, the, the Bo Burnham special is just a standalone special, about 90 minutes, whatever. Um, this, you know, Malice at the Palace docuseries um, is a few episodes. I'm not exactly sure how many. I thought it was just the one episode last night till I uh till I found out, you know, today they're you know, they got another one that's coming out next week. So um, you know, stay tuned. Take a look at that. I mean, seriously, I, I wouldn't steer you wrong, trust me. It's something that even if you're not into hoops, uh you, your significant other, wife, husband, um, you know, what have you, definitely worth the watch because it's incredibly interesting. My my wife gets sick of me 
watching basketball stuff. And she was even enthralled by this. So, um, you know, definitely, definitely worth your time. Um, you know, those are those are really my only two recommendations uh, this this week. You know, again, I don't want to keep you too long. I've already gone way over what I thought I was going to do here. Um, you know, but but stay tuned uh, for my uh, my conversation with uh, with Scotty Too Hotty there. Uh, Scott Picard of the uh, Bachelor Chat with Beauty and the Beast that he hosts with uh, former Miss Arizona uh, Nicole Smith. Um, you know, check them out. Uh, you can find them wherever you get your pods. Um, but yeah, you know, stay tuned. It's coming up right after this. Um, you know, follow the uh, follow the show on uh, on Instagram and Twitter at HCTB Pod. Follow me. On Instagram and Twitter at jlang20. Um, you know, thinking next week I might do a mailbag, so uh, I'll put that out uh, over the weekend. You know, can get uh, get some questions from you, some listener questions. You got anything good? I'll, I'll answer anything. The weirder, the better. So, uh, you know, whatever you want to know, uh, AMA baby. Like I'm on Reddit. Ask me anything. But um, but yeah. So thanks for tuning in. We'll get to the. Uh, conversation i had with scott and you know i uh, hope you enjoy it um and uh thanks for tuning in subscribe download rate review and share baby we're rocking and rolling all right we're up to two episodes a week maybe someday down the road i'll get to three if i've got enough chutzpah for you so um but yeah no thanks for tuning in appreciate it um yeah stay tuned for the uh, the talk with uh with scott all right and i'll uh, i'll see you next week peace this be i'm joined tonight a little bachelor in paradise preview with old friend of the program fresh from rockaway new york as we speak mr scott picard scotty what's good brother good to see you good to see you too pleasure is always mine coming on this um yeah, I'm in Rockaway now. Did a little month, basically, trip working from home. So did D.C., did Chatham, and then um, now in Rockaway, visited a college buddy. I went to the Squire uh, six straight nights, so that was fun. <laughs> How was the Cape? It, oh, it was, so first two days, it was perfect. Nice weather. I went out. Mom met me, met one of my consultants for drinks after, and then mm. I just stayed out later because I didn't. I worked West Coast hours, so... Yeah, I said where Wednesday I get to the bar. I took those Wednesday, Thursday off rain. Of course, the two days I take off pouring rain. Yep. But I get to the squire and the bartender goes, Oh, Scott, you do have friends. It's like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for calling me out. My, my buddy's like, you already know everyone. I'm like, yeah, I just, you sit and drink it by yourself for a few hours. You get, you get nice to the uh, bartenders. So yeah, you got to make some friends there, man. What was, oh, yeah. uh, what was the, uh, the, the peak and pit of the trip? High point, low point um well high point squire was fun family friends had a blast low point was i was in dc and uh visit my buddy second weekend there and i go out and we kind of i couldn't find them i ordered one of those you know those moscow mules that come yeah, in a yeah. big big fucking one though yeah it's like a like so i wanted to drink out of the uh, moscow mule like copper mug they didn't have a small one 
I'm not going to drink mm. a Moscow mule if it's not in the mug. It's like, well, we have the big one. And she's like, it's 55 bucks. I'm like, fine, I'll take it. Cause I had a drink out of it. So I get really drunk drinking this with my buddy. And it was like a cauldron. Fight. Like, was it just like a it, big, oh, it's huge. Like... Like two, two hands, two hands. You got to hold it. Right. Jesus. Like bear hug this thing. And so I couldn't find them. It's like, oh, they must have left. Well, I have the key to your house. I know where they live. Um, stay with them before. So I just start walking down. I see a wing spot, grab wings. I start walking here. Gunshots. Right. I don't know if it's fireworks or gunshots. I'm in a good, like drunk stage. So I hear a pop, 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 pop. And I duck, I look over and I see people running. I see a guy like grab me and like pull me down. I'm hiding behind a Jeep. And then we they like, get up and like 15 seconds later, everyone just kind of walks away. And I was like, oh, I thought it was fireworks, but like the guy like pulled me down. It was crazy. Holy shit. Yeah, I was kind of drunk. So I kind of like when I got back, I was like hanging out. I was like, oh, whatever, walking, just eating my wings, like another mile walk, get to the house. I like, friends like, oh, where'd you go? I was like, oh, I've been chilling, just watching TV now. And <laughs> they show up that i was like oh yeah i think i think there were gunshots holy shit man what were you in a bad part of town no no there's just uh i had not a bad part of town it's like a nice area or it's a decent like i don't know how to explain it but apparently like dc's been having that recently i guess so jesus um, but yeah i again i could have been like fireworks it could and everyone just on edge because like weeks before there's been a lot of like gunfire so I think yeah. everyone just got scared, but I just like turned look. I was like, huh? Like I sound like more like fireworks, but the way everyone reacted, I was like, maybe I should have been a little more paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, at least you made it out of there safely, man. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's uh, that, that's, that's fucking terrific. So are you, are you <laughs> sticking around on the East coast uh, much no. longer? You heading back to Arizona soon? What do you nah, got? S- Sunday. I got to get back because, uh, I'm just eating and drinking like, like none other. I put on a few pounds. I got to get back in that gym grind. You're looking yeah. good. Thanks, man. You yeah. Fucking... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking buff now. Yeah. I'm flexing yeah. <laughs> in the camera as we speak. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm patting my, my chesticles. Um, yeah, no, I, I, uh, joined, uh, joined a CrossFit gym in, uh, in Bedford, New Hampshire, uh, few months back and um i've uh, i've never been in better shape in my entire life so i'm yeah. uh i'm very happy to to look at least reasonably okay with yeah. my shirt off for the first time ever yeah no i i finally took a picture of my shirt off like and posted on instagram like two months ago um because I, I thought i looked good yeah and then uh i was like oh you can see one app i'm gonna post this and but <laughs> the you know yeah, the one pack. You know, yeah, like squish down your fat around your waist. And uh, I'm right now. I'm. I've been basically the last two weeks on the uh, college football diet, where it's just like grab and go sandwiches, subs, pizza. Yeah, it's not. It's not good for me. <laughs> you're you're gonna get back to uh, to Scottsdale, and you're gonna have to throw on uh, like the Heather Gray jumpsuit with the trash <laughs> bags and go sit in the sauna, really sweat it. Yeah. Out. Sweat out all the sinning you've been doing, Scotty. Just miserable. Um, so yeah. So I mean, shit, man. It, it's it's crazy. I looked back at like last June. You know, when everything was still kind of closed, except for like the supermarkets. There was no barbershops or anything like yeah. that. I looked like hell. I I because like I I got a haircut in February 2020. I don't think I got another one until july august 
So yeah. my beard, I, I looked like a vagabond and, and my, <laughs> like, I it was just like inches off my face. Like my hair was all over the place. Uh, I was, I don't know, pro- from where I yeah. am right now, probably 60 pounds heavier, just sweaty, fat. Kid, gyms were closed. Like here at the time when COVID happened, it was like 75 and sunny, you know, it was mm-hmm. March. So grocery stores are open, like barber shops are open a little bit. You know, you had to like, they can only have, you know, like kind of book an appointment. You had to go with a mask and everything. But yeah, we like, we we're, everyone's going, like, there's nothing to do. So people are going out in the streets for runs. People are going on hikes, like getting mm-hmm. outside for, you know, three months. Um, so that kind of helped people like ignite us. So, yeah, no, I mean, and that's that's part of the problem living in new england it's nice for like four months out of the year and the rest it's just like wet in some yeah. variety or cold or both you got to get uh, into a gym you can't just like go on runs sometimes yeah no it it doesn't make any sense in the winter once the snow hits the ground like you're out jogging you're gonna like eat shit you slip on something wrong so um yeah, I mean, I'm big into the gym. I got I got a Peloton too, so I'm I'm rocking and rolling here, baby. I'm, I'm we got that in our house. I think we've used it six times total. Really? Yeah, my my roommate and I, I think I think six times. Jesus, man, you got to get on it. I love that thing. I I just I don't know, what, know what it is. The seat's not comfortable. I need like a lazy boy seat where I can just move my feet <laughs> and like maybe my arms at the same time. <laughs> like a like a captain's chair. Yeah, or something more comfortable. So I can just like sit down. I used to, what I would do at the beginning of the year when, so when we got it, it was during like the NBA bubble when they're in the bubble. So I, I was like, Oh, I'll watch the Celtics. will play the day. So I get on watch. And then they were just frustrating me. Mm. So I'd get off, start yelling. At the, I just, I would stop working. Yeah. Like working out. Cause I'd be like, I, I got to stand up and get closer to the TV. Cause everyone knows the closer you get to the TV, the better your team plays. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. science. That's just sports yeah. analytics and science right there. <laughs> um, so uh, for those of you unaware that are listening right now, so Scott and I go way back. We both used to be college basketball assistants in the same conference, the little East. Um, you know, we got to know each other when I was at Plymouth state and he was at Middlebury and now we're both out of basketball. Mercifully. Uh, if, if I do say so myself, I'm sure you probably feel the same way at, at this point, having lived like a regular citizen for the past few years. Oh Yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. Um, people are gonna think this was like a basketball slash fitness podcast the way we're talking and people that don't yeah. know where this is going are gonna be mind blown where where we're taking this yeah we'll we'll <laughs> we'll start well you know what we'll we're at the top of the roller coaster and we'll tip yeah. right over and start going down right now so we we both host podcasts now obviously if you're listening to this so uh, mine is is this one that we're on right now, and, and Scott's is uh, is Bachelor Chat with Beauty and the Beast uh, with himself and Nicole Smith. Uh, they run a very very tight, fun operation over there yeah. on the West Coast in the desert. Um, you you want to tell us a little bit about the pod, Scott? How are things going? What what's you know what what's the what's on the horizon for you guys? Yeah, so we. I mean, we run a podcast about The Bachelor every week. We just kind of recap what happened, our thoughts, opinions, you know, predictions moving forward and kind of just basically regular, regular people. I should say regular. I'm a regular schmo. She was like Miss Arizona. And mm. I think she's if she probably wanted to be cast on the show, she could. Um, oh, 100 percent. Absolutely. She's been called on it a few times. So 
and we just give our opinions on everything when it comes to the bachelor during that big break in between we had uh, my buddy from who was actually on big brother came on the podcast mm. um we were trying to do some interviews but then now it's just like um you know we go from katie season next week bachelor in paradise straight into michelle's season then probably into another bachelor in paradise so i love it's, it, it I, it's gonna be like tw- i think it's like 20 30 weeks straight of just every monday is a bachelor show so um, oh it's terrific it's gonna be great for my marriage i must say yeah <laughs> <laughs> a lot a lot of time spending together oh yeah, uh, yeah. like and and that's another thing uh, scott and i are, are working very hard to end the stigma of men who want to watch the bachelor oh. franchise we are these championing pe- the cause this is a fun watch people all right these people that judge me like and then I'm like, what do you watch? And they say like, so, like we just watch sports all day. Like, sorry, I can't. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. you're like a Mets fan. Your team's two in the last twelve games. Like, I don't like. <laughs> uh, what do you? Uh, they're more miserable than watching a TV show. Like, yeah. At least they're predictable. This is a little unpredictable sometimes. It, it's it's <laughs> like it's like Wu Tang Financial. You got to diversify your bonds, baby. You got to yeah. have different interests. Like nobody wants to talk about sports all the time. It, least it's of like, all, I. Yeah, I love that. sports. You and I both oh. love sports. I don't oh, yeah. talk about sports all the time. Literally did that for my life. This is basketball yeah. 24-7. It's all I did. And like foot watch football. And it's like, I need to, I need an outlet. I need to do something different. I mean, anyone that like everyone has their show, their movie, or their TV genre. Like there's a movie yeah. that you like a little less, like not manly, I guess you'd call it. Like, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck? Like this yeah. show is entertaining. It's awesome. Again, sometimes it's predictable. You know what's gonna happen or who stays and who's goes, but, and they're pretty, you know, when Chris Harrison used to be on, it was the most dramatic season ever, but you know, now it's <laughs> a little different. Um, Random disembodied with, voice guy, just like, welcome yeah. back to the bachelor. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, you watch the bachelors hit up one of us, you know, we're yeah. definitely pro. I know your other buddy that does like a the Celtics podcast, right? He watches. Yeah. It. Yeah, Dan. Uh, yes. Dan Morse yeah. from uh, the Morse Code Pod. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I got a. I got a couple friends. My friend Frank Oliver and his wife. Uh. Both. Both watch it. Uh, I. I text during the show with all four of you guys about what's going on. We just like, get a group chat. Oh no, we can't do it because I'll be on the West Coast now and I can't. The oh, hardest yeah. thing for me to do is to stay off Twitter for two hours. Oh, that's brutal. Brutal. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh. That's a tough break. I. I forgot that they. Uh, that they don't air it at the same time. Um, but yeah, I, like, I, I feel like a little, like a little cackling hen, you know, gossiping with, with the girls uh, playing old maid, you know, uh, when I'm, when I'm watching the bachelorette and the bachelor. And, and honestly, like, I like watching the bachelorette more because I don't feel as bad making fun of the guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I also like the bachelorette more one, because I think the girl is a lot better at weeding out and Katie did a good job weeding out the douchebags yeah. where the guys just get caught up a lot on the looks a little more. Right. It'll be like, I'm keeping around cause she's hot or whatever. Like believe in girls. I think girls can be they're a little more believable. Sometimes it feels like, right. You know, on that show, at least on that right. show, they're very good at like, and so like Peter had a hard time eliminating the right people and, and the guys are just like, and we're just dumber people. So yeah, that obviously plays a factor into it. I, I think I think the the women on the show and the in the bachelor are better at 
doing the caddy thing than the men are. The men are just like bull in a china shop, immediately shoot themselves in the foot with it every single time. Like, I mean, yeah. this season, very, very obvious when that, well, when that happened. I said this, the guys separately all seem like good for the good people. Yeah. By right? when, you, when you put them in a room yeah, separately, they seem like good people. When you put them together, it was like, they're the worst people. They were like the worst group of people. If you met, if you talk to them separately, like, this is going to be a good cast of characters. It's going to be great guys. Right. And once they like got together, they were like the worst fucking group of people together. They just bitched. They complained. And I'll get into like the guy, Aaron Trey, like yeah. they just spent their whole time complaining about other people oh, rather yeah. than like focusing on their relationship. Oh yeah. And, and- so, yeah. That was a problem I had with them. At, at this point, like, I feel like we've watched enough of it that there's like a science to success on The Bachelor that yeah. like, it's if you follow the blueprint, you'll at least keep yourself in contention. But if you sweep yourself up in the drama, you're going to go home. It's we, like not even a, start- like not even a question. Right. We just started agency for guys that are potentially going to go on the show. And before they go on, we coach them up on what to do. Ooh, we should do patent pending. Can't steal this idea. Do not listening. Do not. (laughs) Do not snitch on someone. Do not go and snitch on someone. Friendly with everyone. Yeah. Be on the majority side and always focus on your time with the person. Don't think about anyone else. That's like it. There's always someone that snitches and they never make it. No snitch ever makes it to the end. That you know the people are usually like Blake, Greg. They didn't snitch. They're just on the side of the snitchers if they if it, they were in the right, mm. right. Don't right. get in fights with other guys. Don't be the meaty hardo like in the games trying to kill people. Right. Um. I mean that's yeah. I mean that, be that's, be decently good looking. Yeah. De- be decently good looking. Uh, that's where I would you, be eliminated. <laughs> you and me both, man. Uh, yeah, like, uh, next, it'd be like next an old MTV show. I'd yeah. walk out of the limo. She'd be like, next. <laughs> it, it's, it's hilarious. Like Scott and I talk about this. Like, obviously, um, you know, like I've, I've mentioned on past episodes, like Maddie's like the busiest person ever. So I'm kind of just, you know, doing some episodes until, until she can make it work with her schedule but it's hilarious the chasm in the looks department between Scott and I and the people <laughs> that we host our respective podcasts with. Like, if you, you know, took their average and added ours, it'd be closer than it should be. Let's just yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Like, no shit. It right. It <laughs> it's hilariously it like, it's it's a hilarious a hilarious happenstance. I don't know how no, it I get, happened. I get but the, it is. like, are you hooking up with? Why aren't you hooking up with her? I'm like, ha, you know, like, and how I met your mother? Have you met Ted? Have you met Scott? Like, have you met yeah. me? <laughs> oh, am I am I sleeping with a ten? No, I'm not. I'm a solid six. You know, on a good day. Have, have <laughs> like, you looked at Nicole? Have you looked at me? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Twenty-three or twenty-four-year-old me would have been like, I have a chance with anyone. Thirty-two-year-old mm. Scott that watches The Bachelor realizes, yeah, it ain't happening with anyone. Yeah. Like I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just hoping become enough friends with her that, or, or I'm still friends with her, but like I'm just hoping that one day one of her friends, um, is just like, you know, your friend Scott's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
listen, man, there's a pot for every lid. All right. So you'll, you'll find yours someday. All right. But uh, let's talk about this season. Uh, how did you feel about this past season of the bachelorette? I, I was a Katie fan coming in. So like, I, I thought she did a pretty good job, but what, what did you think? I thought she did a good job. I thought there were a few good guys, right? I thought like, again, um, Thomas is might be the dumbest person I've ever. No, no, I take it back. Carl might be the dumbest fucking person oh. I've ever, I've ever like. I, I get annoyed listening to him. Like he just, there's something about him, and I think maybe it's more of like a punchable face too that makes it like oh. more annoying. Thomas was just like, I don't think he's very good with his words. I think he's very mm. like a he's a very good looking dude in San Diego that a lot of people I think probably like, and so what right. I think happens like he gets away with kind of like telling girls like the generic thing but it doesn't work when there's only one girl he can't like ghost them so i think right. his mess his thought was yeah like obviously if you go on the show and the guys who wrong any guy goes on that show they're not they're literally thinking like i'm going to find an attractive girl who's very because cool. if you're the bachelorette you're obviously a fan favorite you're mm. cool funny pretty you know, like you, you, you check a lot of the boxes that a lot of guys would like in, in a girl and a wife. So I let you go on the show for that reason. Like, all right, uh, maybe I can find love. If not, like maybe I make it far enough, meet some friends and I get popular and I don't have to fucking, I can quit my job and become mm -hmm. fucking Insta famous. You know, like yeah. that's literally what goes through every person's mind. If they go on that show and they're telling you you're not like they're, they're literally lying to you. Yeah. Like, that's what I believe. So Thomas just fucking, the, the one thing is like, don't fucking say it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he uh, honestly, before like that, those back to back episodes, like when they got rid of Carl and then Tom, first of all, uh, I'll start. Well, they got rid Carl. of Thomas first. No, Carl yeah. was gone first. Cause then they transitioned from Carl to Thomas. Uh, like it was like the JV to the varsity villain. No, I there. thought, cause I thought what happened was, and I could be wrong, but I thought, uh Aaron went and got rid of Thomas and she went away and then Carl went and was just like oh well there's other people here not for the right reason uh no you're right it was Carl first yeah you're right because because then, then Katie and the mentel all was like she was like oh you're right Carl yeah you're right so yeah, yeah he Carl I couldn't stand like he is that guy who just everything he says that comes out of his mouth is cringeworthy and when he got up on stage and did that, like I fuck for 17 hours a day thing. It's like, all right, man, like what, what, like, what are you yeah. talking about, dude? And, and like just his whole act, everything that he said, I was like, wow, this yeah. guy is a loser. Like the definition of like a loser, you know, like, just not, not a Justin Lang type of guy. And no, and, and, and Cade in, he said something that was so annoying when he was just like some guys and she was like, who she never gave him names. Like, well, I don't want to switch what well, you should. He didn't yeah. have a name. And then a mental all he was like, well, clearly I was talking about Thomas. No, you weren't this. No. He knew he got eliminated early enough where he knew he could say that. And he was probably going to be right. That's like me saying like, right. Hey, someone today in the NFL is going to score a touchdown. Yeah. And you're like, well, who's Scott? I'm like, no, someone will. Well, I can't make bets on every single fucking yeah. person. I'll lose money. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, oh, to see, touchdown. Told you someone beat score a touchdown. It's like, you know, like you fucking like, yeah, yeah, obviously, like someone's here for the wrong reason or it's going to come out that way. 
but he just and she was like when katie said you were right obviously so and he's like oh thank you he got like validation i'm like no no she was being too nice yeah. like yeah it, you should have said at that moment he just made up a lie that got katie pissed and cost people like the night which sucks yeah it, and that happens a lot too i i hate that when that happens and they, they cancel the cocktail party and then after they got rid of carl they transitioned to to thomas as the villain and even he only made it uh, an episode or two before he was gone and before they they kind of like blew holes in every single thing he was saying yeah. i was like holy shit like this guy scares me like he's got like he's just got like that calculated sociopath brain and i was like I oh my god like I christian bale in american psycho i don't think he's calculated mm. i think he has this thought and it goes this way and it's just because mm. he's naturally just told girls the same thing and they believed him so he has one he's like oh i'll use this line it will go this way he doesn't have plan a b c and d he has plan a mm. and that's it and that's how it's yeah. gonna go because when he went on the men tell all, he, he was like, I just want to know why you sent me home. And she like said something, she like basically ripped into him and he was just like, all right, I appreciate that. It's like, he, he doesn't really listen to what they say. He asks a question or says something and he doesn't listen to the response. He just already has his next, whatever he's going to say next. Oh That's yeah. yeah. I kind of believe. Yeah. He's just got, he's just got the same six shooter with bullets in the chamber that uh, don't differentiate yeah. at all. I, I know what you mean, man. Um, yeah, he's a, a one trick yeah. pony, but um, we, we can, we can skip a skip ahead. Yep. How'd you feel by the end? Yeah. I mean, the, the final four was kind of a, a mess uh, with, with Michael a going home I, to be with his son, which I, I, I thought yeah. he would have won if that didn't happen. I, I don't still know if she would have picked it to have a kid. That's the only he, thing I don't think about. You don't I don't know so? if she's ready to like be a, mo- a stepmother. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Um, she's still like pretty young. Like, I just don't. That's what I don't think. And I think that like, Greg was a front runner and like Blake were so high. I think when you, if, if they're all equal, I think you're choosing the one without the kid. But that was just me personally. Okay. I gotcha. Um, and and, and Justin. Justin, the Cinderella story. I don't know how I he mean, made it that far. I've, I've said if this. He was a seed, if he was the seed, if he was a seed in college, basketball what number would you give him uh he was he was george mason going to the final four in in 06 or 07 whatever it was you know vcu yeah. one of those teams that just makes a v- double digit seed like 11 makes a seed. Run. yeah somebody you don't expect and then they're like oh he's still in this and it's the you know it's the sweet 16 it's like oh he's still in this and it's the elite eight and you're like oh he's still in yeah. this and it's the final four you're like what how the hell did this happen? <laughs> at least VCU be good. Or at least they beat like good teams, like George Mason mm. beat like UConn and shit. Like, I feel like he was like he's like the eleven seed, and then they would end up playing like you know another higher seed, and then it's like all of a sudden we're playing like a fourteen seed in the Sweet Sixteen, yeah. and somehow it's just like he just was all. I would compare to this. It's like you're doing a race, right? And it's mm. like we're at ten people. The last person in line loses. So number, if as long as you don't finish in ten last, you advance. And he just always came in second to last, and just slowly was like, "Oh yeah. shit, I'm in the final two. Yeah, <laughs> he's second yeah. to last at his way to the end. He's yeah. second to last at his way to second to last, right? Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I, and I've, I've said this, like uh, he was the face memes guy, the face memes person never makes it past. Like, I don't know the middle weeks, you know, week, yeah. week five, week six, whatever. Like they're usually yep. gone in the teens. Like it, it was, it was the last prominent one I can remember was McKenna on Pete's season with, you know, she had the, the tongue thing that she would do with like yeah. the, Ah, like look around it, it with was the, like bug the, eyes the girl with the champagne the, the yeah the, the, yeah she she just pays off her money oh yes <laughs> uh, Aunt anna yeah Aunt. i heard she was sleeping Andrew, with men Andrew, for money yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh what is i have a question does does kara think that um justin's attractive yeah, I mean, she thought he was like she thought he was good looking. She just couldn't I, figure out why he was still there, like yeah. like I could, you know, like it, yeah, it yeah. just didn't make any sense because I don't, you know, they always talk about giving people bad edits and stuff. Like, did he even have an edit? Like, not a good edit I, or a bad edit, just an edit at all. Like, he had the but, the artist thing at the very beginning when he showed up, which, and that was like it. But when he actually had to paint live, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as good. I was like, oh, not but, great. Uh, no, yeah. So there, uh, him is just a different. He, he, yeah, he just didn't do anything for me. He was just, he was just kind of like there. The most yeah. normal he was was when they showed the compilation of his facial expressions, and he actually yeah. looked like he opened up a little. That's the most normal I, I saw him all. Yeah, all episode. So yeah, I, 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 I don't know about. I don't know how that happened. How he got there, but you know, that that is what that is. But but let's talk about former St. Michael's college purple night, Greg Grippo yeah. for a minute. <laughs> <All right. Scotty. laughs> I, I, we played them at middle. I don't know if he was there, but at Middlebury, we scrimmaged them. Mm-hmm. My, uh, for, I, I'm pretty sure we beat them too. Um, but I, we were like a very good team then. And I don't, I think they were on the up and coming, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I, from all season, I just said there was something off about him. Like, there's something like very fake. Like I wasn't sold on him. Um, there just seemed something off to me. Like he just seemed too quiet. Like everything seemed so like quiet and calculated, and mm. he, it was like thorough and so slow. And there's mm. something that just to me seemed very fake about him. But she liked him. Like the, people don't remember this. The first like episode when he came out. And the first, maybe the first impression of she said, he reminds me of my ex. Oh, I don't, I didn't remember that. Wow. Yeah. She, she said that. And I was just, someone's like, you should cut that off right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that's not someone you should fucking date, but he makes it <laughs> to the end. Um, I, again, she was just like, my truth about him was, I thought he was, um, I thought he was there to get famous. Like people thought on the internet and like his friends said, like that came out and were like, Hey, Greg's not this quiet, shy guy. He's an outgoing, cocky. He thinks his shit don't stink. Um, do I think he took acting classes to go on the show and act? No, I don't. Because mm-hmm. that, that'd be an all-time performance. I actually agree with him when Katie and them had a conversation. I don't think he got acting classes. I think he might have went to acting school. He said on Nick Viles podcast mm-hmm. that his father died and he just dropped out. He never did a he never went anywhere doing audition or anything. I think he wanted to go to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I thought he, this was his way to get you know, at least semi-famous. Um, I think he was trying to send himself the way home because that whole situation where mm-hmm. 
Katie was like, he was like, I want validation, I want validation. And Katie answered, was like, I gave you a first impression. Order. I gave you two one-on-one dates. No one's like literally ever gotten that. I right. tell you all the time. I have meaningful conversation. I gave you validation the whole time. She's like, you want me to tell you I love you? He's like, I didn't want that. She's like, then what else did you want me to tell you? He basically wanted to hear I love you. He did. And yeah. I, just, I just think that he was just trying to send himself home, finding a way. In the group dates, he was kind of quiet and not like performing. And she brought it up to him. He's like, oh, I just, you know, I, don't, I think I'm back to normal. I think he was just trying to get, he made it far enough trying to get sent home. Uh, that's yeah. I don't think he really liked her. I think he made it so far and was acting it because he thought people would like him. But mm. at the end, I think he was trying to find a way out and he finally did. It, it was weird. It, like the whole yeah. thing was just weird and bizarre. And I've, I've talked about it on here. Uh, I had a solo episode I did a couple episodes ago. I talked about it uh, last episode with, with Ty that I had on. Um, but his behavior was just so i'm trying to think of the right word reprehensible at, like at the end there like bro yeah. what what are you talking about i didn't understand we're not here it. to see you yeah but also so i get he said a lot of time to go over this mm. i get when you get that far i know it's the bachelorette and it's katie's show but when you get that far, it is a relationship. So you are a part of that relationship. So you are technically a part of the show. Mm -hmm. So I get that when he went off on her on the episode, not when they did the, uh, the ending one, but when they met and when he basically self-limited himself, he was just saying stuff when Katie, like, it was like, Greg, Katie has no idea what you're talking about. You're not really explaining anything. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yeah. that was like, that was a part where she was just so she got caught off guard by something that she didn't never, she didn't understand or didn't happen or whatnot. Mm. Like, so I think she was just so mm. caught off guard. Like she, she didn't have answers to a question. She didn't know. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so there was that. I thought Katie was a little too harsh. Hmm. I thought she was a little too harsh. Like she just How came come? out. Like, Go on. Yeah. I think she just came out just yelling and the, Oh, the, the acting and you know saying the gaslight i think she read a lot of stuff on the internet before but um i again i think that she's um i just think she just went like she said her piece she got out and then like didn't really let him talk and just started yelling again and then again and then again and so like i thought like it could have been a little better like i think she could have just let it out and then maybe had a conversation and I'll say oh, you're this talking about the men tell all you're talking about the, 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 the after, after the final, after the road, so yeah, yeah. final roads. Um, what I do want to say though, is I wish, and this is the point where I wish it wasn't Tasha and Caitlin mm -hmm. because they're her friends mm -hmm. and they just would, they weren't going to attack Katie. Like, I mm -hmm. wish you had an unbiased person to kind of like maybe let Greg talk a mm -hmm. little bit more. And like, I don't know. I feel like, Katie got applause right away. So that she kept on going after him after him. I think she was a little too much to him because I think he had some valid points, but I think by the end of it, he just, at the end of the day, he wanted to say, I love you. And she basically said everything, but I love you to yeah. him. She's like, I'll leave right now with you. We'll leave. I'll end the show right now. He's like, no, I don't want you to do that. And so it's just like, well, what do you want? So that's why I believe he wanted to be sent home, but I thought she mm -hmm. was just like so hard. Like, like it went like a, a lot. I, I thought opinion. he uh, I, on the I was on the the opposite side of things than uh, Scott. I thought he kind of deserved 
what oh, yeah. he got coming to him at, at, you know, after the final rows. And like, you have enough time to stew on that. Like your behavior is going to change like, like Katie's, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think that, I think that he just, I don't know if he snapped or what, like it, he, when, when they did that whole soliloquy with him standing there staring out over the New Mexico desert and he sees Katie and Blake kiss on their hometown yeah. date or whatever. And he like has that private meltdown and that kind of carried over like, bro, you have been doing this for probably at least six weeks, a month, two months at this point, you have seen her kiss dozens of other guys <laughs> like you you early on when or you're you having these caught yeah you, you're having these cocktail parties and she's talking to she's talking to joe schmo and then fucking uh john smith wants to talk to her and pulls her away and they suck face and yeah. then and then tom thomas comes in and grabs her and and then they suck face like she's sucked face with everybody there why, why is this one very public kiss throwing you off so much at this point, man? Like, you got to have more faith in, in your relationship. If, you know, Scott, like what you're saying makes a lot of yeah. sense. It's like he wanted to go home because yeah. it's just so bizarre to do. It's not like they were, you know, it's not like he was bending her over a cactus and, and, fucking yeah you know waxing that ass or anything but i and i don't know how it got edited and everything i was 99 percent, 95 percent on katie's side i thought she just mm -hmm. like kept harping 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 on him it's like yeah. all right like use different material i will say though it was it maybe it's more just be like she was like i wasn't gonna say i love you but then she like kind of did to uh mm. blake before um right the final yeah. row so uh, before i like, send justin home Again, it was just two, and I think she probably knew at that rate, like, hey, here's two left. Like, yeah, I this is the guy I want. So at maybe that, that was the case. At that point, that was the case. But mm. if I was like, if I was Greg, I would have been like, hey, like you said it, I love you before the final rose there. Like, mm -hmm. You know, like, so why could you have said it to me? You know, like, right. but like, but I just think he was like, he was so worried about getting sent home that like he was trying to get sent home that he really cared. And I thought he thought this was going to backfire as much. But I was on her side 99% of the time. He was an asshole. Like, mm. like he he just came out of nowhere upset and, and just, like, gaslight her and everything. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was on his side, so. Uh, how how do you side. feel about, about Katie picking Blake? I actually liked how, like, the guy that came for her mm -hmm. on the show, like, left with her. You know, the guy that came midway through was like, I'm coming here for you. Right. Was kind of the uh, person that she chose. Right. I think – I will say when Blake, like when she finally decided to choose him, she, he then was like questioning it. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if I'm ready to propose. Like, what do you mean? You just said you were like, you were, she's the one you fucking love her. Like you're ready to marry her. And now all of a sudden when you actually became the one that she decided, you're like, I don't know if I can propose. Yeah. That was kind of messed up. You think about. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, yeah, that, that was really strange to me. Too. I was when I was watching it. I was I was looking at Kara and I was like, "What? Like, what is happening right now? Is he not going to do it? Like, he's pondering his future in the middle of this courtyard, 
uh, over this person he said he's been like smitten with the entire time. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously I'm, I'm married. So I've done this tango where I've, I've proposed and whatnot. It's nerve wracking. Yeah. But like, if you know, you know, you don't just, Mm -hmm. you know, chicken shit your way out of it. And I, I I don't know if they, he had to, they had to have had him like rehearse or something when he was doing the actual proposal. Cause he's like, like saying things where it's like, I don't know if, if I'm going to be able to give you that, but I'm going to be able to give you more. It's like, okay, like, what, what are we doing, pal? (laughs) I also don't know how they edit it. Like they easily could have, they easily could have asked him a bunch of questions. Like, Mm -hmm. are you definitely sure you want to do this? Like, he's just absolutely hundred percent. And asked him like the third or fourth time, almost like an interrogation. He was like, well, I don't know, you know, like maybe I'm hoping, yeah. you know, she is something, you know, who, who knows how it went down. Yeah. Can we talk about one person? Is it who, you, who I think you're going to say? It's definitely, it's definitely who you're going to say. Is there been anyone that's had a more worse 15 minutes of fame with not saying anything like racist, sexist, misogynist? Is there anyone that had than Katie's aunt? Mm-hmm. No. He had no. maybe the worst 15 minutes of fame without saying anything like, super controversial how uh, i i don't understand how she just in in such a short period of time basically overtook barb barb weber as like the family villain like the all-time family villain barb barb was miserable because she wanted what she thought was best for her son Right. And her family. Right. Yeah. Which she thought her son would want best. This lady was so mean. Oh, very so mean. mean. Very mean. She said lines like, like, if you don't have to come here. Like, we don't, you might want, you want to be here, but we don't need you. Like, yeah. I, Nicole said it best on our podcast. It was like, she's the lady that is like, oh, I'm all about like women's rights and feminists and all this stuff. But like, and we and like they joke around like oh all men suck, but this girl takes it so far. Like she's like this isn't like being feminine and being a mm. feminist and everything. This is just you're a mean person. Yeah, and uh, it sounds it, coming out of her mouth, everything she says sounds like a woman who's got a couple divorces under her belt. She's married like shit bags. She met at you know, the Elks Lodge or something. And it's like, okay, well, you know, these red flags were present the whole time and you married him anyways. Like, Or she's married and she's just very unhappy. Yeah, that would be I, something. <laughs> I said two things. I said, I think that one of two things. Um, she, she might be, I think she might be a little jealous of Katie mm-hmm. and she has something that Katie doesn't, which is marriage. And so mm-hmm. she's trying to like, you know, almost sabotage it. She's Mm. also the lady that like, if Katie brings home a guy or anyone in that family brings home a guy, she's so mean to them. And like that, she's just like that. Right. Right. Excuse me. And she, she does that. And then the guy finally, after like the second Thanksgiving or Christmas is like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I I can't like your, like your aunt is the worst. And then they'll be like, Hey aunt, what's, what was it? I forget the aunt's name. Um, Lindsay, right. Aunt Aunt Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. Aunt Lindsay, like he literally is not like, ha- like he just thinks you're so mean to him, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, 
he can't handle strong, independent women. It's like, no, he just can't deal with a person nagging him every single day. We hang out with a family and you just being mean, saying how much you don't need him. And he's like, all right, if you don't need me, I'll go somewhere else. Like I'll find someone that yeah. wants me around. Like, that's the thing I have. Like, why, why yeah. was she so like, so involved? Like, I feel like they showed more of her than they showed of the actual mom. Yeah. Well, it's probably because of all that stuff she was saying. They're like, this is great TV. People are going to love her or not probably hate her, but not love yeah. her, but more. It's going to make for great that. television and, and engagement on social media, but everybody's going to fucking hate her guts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They're going to, yeah. Like she was just miserable. So miserable. But we get, um, we get to the best, the best seasons. It's we get up. bip now we get bip baby it's back it's been a while they didn't have one uh, obviously I, I don't know if you guys listening to this are aware um last 17 18 months we've had kind of a pandemic going on um so is that is that when um <laughs> the government put that chip in my arm yeah exactly yeah 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 they know (laughs) they know exactly how many times i've gone to target in the last month so i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest anyone anyone that said that early on like and you're on your iphone like you don't think they know where you are you walk around yeah you walk (laughs) around with a fucking mini computer with a gps constantly enabled and when you open up instagram when you open up instagram location your posts like come on people everybody knows exactly what you're doing all the time if they (laughs) want to and guess what i'm gonna let you in on a little secret most of the shit you do is not important enough to track and unless you're gonna go out and start committing a slew of crimes i wouldn't worry about it because they're just gonna see how many times you've gone to the supermarket they're going to see how many times you've gone to Home Depot. They're going to see how many times you've gone to Starbucks or Target or all these other places where you're just running errands. And some guy named Dave is sitting back with his feet kicked up, eating a, eating cold Chinese going up. Yeah. Oh, Scott's going to fucking bevy again. In Scottsdale. <laughs> Guess I can, you know, take my lunch break now. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so because of this, they didn't have a, a BIP season last year. They didn't have a Bachelor in Paradise. And one one good thing that's come out of this is we've just gotten a, an onslaught of oh. Bachelor and Bachelorette seasons. And now they're sliding BIP in. And we're just rolling straight Everyone. through every single one back to back to back. Like the Tom Amansky AAU baseball champion videos. Back to back to back AAU national champions. That's what we're getting here with with Bachelor episodes. Yeah. Um, so normally they have like it'll be the first will either be eight guys and like six girls, and what they yeah. do is there since there's less girls, the girls pick some guy they're interested, and in, two guys get sent home, and then two more, three more guys will come, and it's always just around that number of like six or seven couples. Well, they have, and this one. The opening one, I just count 23 people. It's a lot of people. That is a ton of people. It's a lot of people. So we're, we're talking like 10, 11 relationships here, right? I mean, and they're all, these are all people that were, uh, other than a, a, a light couple smatterings of, I don't know, Colton's 
season, who's a Demi. Yeah. Tajan. I don't think like, Demi's in the opening one, though. At, at least the thing I'm seeing at. I, I saw I she was going to be back on the season. Yeah, she's definitely going to be there. back. She's definitely going to be back. On the opening one, though, it's, it's a lot of – um, for the men, obviously, it's a ton of uh, Katie season. And it looks like there's going to be one – there's going to be one more guy than girl. But this, this might not be – you know, I don't know how accurate this is. Right. But um, – We'll find this, out on Monday. <laughs> yeah. And so – Basically, I think the guys get picked first, but they like they've got too many guys from Katie's season. They suck. Yeah, not not good ones. I mean, they they got they're all they're all I think from Katie's and and Tasia's season. Yeah, I mean, and Matt. Oh no, Matt's duh, it's just so dumb. Matt's season. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and then the girls are from like Matt's season basically. Yeah, there's a couple of couple of Pete's. Um, so uh, looking at looking at the list that I that I saw from Katie's season, there was Aaron, uh, sucks. Trey, sucks, uh, um, Connor, nice dude. But I, see, here's what I don't think: Connor's not going to make it past the first round. I don't think. Neither will Trey, because on mm-hmm. Bachelor in Paradise, it's basically just get it. It's supposed to get like all the hot people together right. and like have them all get to right and have them all be around each other to try to figure out who's in love I, I don't know if trey's that good looking maybe aaron might stay around carl's the worst person ever like they're gonna kick trey aaron will kick carl out thomas is on it bro if you, if you think Ar- is on that show he brings nothing to the table i don't oh. know uh i don't know i think aaron will try to sabotage like he'll tell the girls like hey thomas is a bad person like you know yeah. he was on our city because i think they went the bachelor in paradise brought these people on before they got to see who they were. Yeah. So like Demi probably is not, doesn't know who, you know, Thomas and Aaron are. Right. You know, yeah. only the guys will know. Yeah. No. I, and, and they got a, uh, they got James, the box guy there mm. as well. I think uh, he's at least like a good, at least Nicole thought he was very good looking. Yeah. No, he's, he's, a, he's strapping. He's a really good yeah. looking guy. Yep. Um, so like he, but, he'll do well. Um, you know, and then from, from from Tasia's season, uh, we might have had different lists. I know it's all like speculation and, and whatnot, a, a lot of it. But Brendan, I think fan he'll favorite. do all right. He was a fan favorite. Uh, Kenny, the boy band guy with the tattoos. Yeah. Noah, young Noah with the mustache. I actually, I actually didn't mind Noah when he's on the season. What, I, yeah, what I'll I mean, say is, fine. people get so mad on the season because of what was it, Hunter this season. When they're like, oh, you're getting double time with her. But he's like, sorry, like I'm literally he- people get so mad at other people when they like are strictly there just for the bachelor, bachelorette, and they don't talk to anyone else. Like Hunter and Noah weren't there to make friends. They're like, I'm here for the Tasha, I'm here for Katie, and I don't even care about making friends. Like, I'm there right. um for that. And like obviously Connor at, at the mental defended Hunter. He's like, Hey, he's a good guy. He was here. He was just trying to focus his time on Katie and not all the other bro stuff. Yeah. I, I get so. why they got upset though at, at that yeah. with Hunter. Cause he like they they were on a group date and he came and like interrupted the group date to yeah to speak with her. So like I get that. I I completely understand trying to get as much FaceTime as possible with yep. the Bachelorette. But I understand where they're coming from, at least being pissed at him for that. Because, I mean, I think yeah. he had like a one-on-one, if I'm not mistaken, earlier that day. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, 
and and the uh, the women on the on the show, a lot from Matt's season, um, a, a, it, a few from Pete's season, and then a couple others, like I mentioned, from, from yeah, like Colton's well, season. Well, Bachelor in Paradise really comes down to is after like the third or fourth episode, yeah, where you get the people that are coming in, so you get all the newbies now, see who's there. But what happens is then they bring in the girls like Demi, who's fuck. I love Demi, yeah, and. And they bring in a girl a, like she's Demi. She's a wily vet, too. Yeah. Bip. So she's going in there. All the new guys, like, say you'll have, like, a Brendan or someone or an Aaron be um, with maybe Jessenia, like, sitting there And then, like, Demi walks down. It's like, I'm going for him. It's like, fuck, like, Demi's, like, cool shit. Like, you know, because you know more about these girls the longer they've been. Like, Demi's been around for two years now. Yeah. So you know more about her. Um, I'm curious to know what happens with uh, grocery store Joe and Kendall. Oh yeah, because it seems like Joe Joe was there flirting with Serena P, and then Kendall comes down, and it like that's kind of fucked up. They were engaged, right? Yeah, I think so. They were dating yeah. for a while, um, and they br- recently broke up. It's kind of fucked up that, um, you know they like that she would come on there, but I guarantee that the Bachelor producers probably paid her a ton of money to do it because you don't get paid when you're on the Bachelor. The Bachelorette does, or the Bachelor does. But if you're a contestant, you don't get paid. When you go to Bachelor of Paradise, you actually get, I believe, get paid per week. You're on the show. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, you can make so a pretty, bet, good, yeah. pretty good living off that. <laughs> I bet you she goes, um, I bet you she goes, uh, they probably offered her instead of like five grand a week, we'll do you, we'll give you 10 or 15. Yeah. To get I'd her to go to, on. I'd love to see how much they pay. Cause I, I think, I feel like it's kind of a lot just because of, like the money that they bring in and, you know, these people are are subjecting their, their lives to, to jackasses like you and me making fun of them on the internet. (laughs) So, um, but I mean, I'm, I'm excited, man. I like, I like BIP, like you said, it's, it's a lot more fun that because it's a lot more in the mix. Like there's a lot, a lot of, a lot more variables, going on so more stuff can happen that's more entertaining you know some yeah some people aren't interested in others so you don't have to worry about those relationships and things like that so uh, i'm i'm excited dude how do you feel about the uh the revolving door of hosts that they got coming in um i it would be nice to have like all right, if, if these hosts watch the show, if like little John actually does watch Bachelor in Paradise or, mm. and like knows a little bit about it and David Spade, I find it like cool. They yeah. got celebrities that watch the show that are invested. But if, if they're just doing it so like little John can get a paycheck, and he's just doing it, like I'm not about that. Like, right. I, did you hear David Spade? All these attractive, great looking people and me <laughs> on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Uh, he's like young strapping people. And then me on a little known fact about Hollywood is apparently from what I've read and such David Spade cleans up like with attractive women. So oh, yeah. the self-deprecating I mean, thing must work for him. You know, I, I, I only self-deprecated and I have slept with more than one person. So like I, Hey man, congrats on the sex. Good for you. Yeah, I'm happy for you. You're hey, a good you kid. Too. You deserve it. <laughs> you too, man. You got a, you got a kid to show for it. I know my my sex trophy running around. 
yeah uh, playing with playing with frogs by the pool today um nice yeah so uh yeah i i agree with you like i i wish that they would find like a permanent host you know chris harrison yeah. did it for so long he obviously could not come back and he got paid buku bucks to do it yeah um what who would you think should do it like i think nick vile would be a good person yeah, he, he makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know if he'd give up like his doing his podcast and everything to give up, but um, I think he'd be ne- good for host. network TV money. I think I would yeah. I would give up because Chris Harrison was making I think yeah. he was clear and probably close to thirty million a year. Yeah. Um. What what um is Wells Adams back like doing the bartending? He is. That was who I was right. going to say. He, he should goes- at least have been the bit post. He should have been the bit post, and you know who should have been the um, was the Asian guy like Andrew or something, um, hmm. the the San Diego bartender. Which was one Andrew. was that? I don't remember that um, one. Um, I might guys John. I think his name is John. Actually, I'm sorry. He was like there. He had the slick back hair, like nice smile, but like um, just like a cool. Like he was just cool, but they didn't give him hmm. really a good thing, but. He seemed like a nice guy when he left. Everyone kind of like, oh, sorry, man. Like I felt like he was like he reminded me of like Wells. Yeah, he was like a good, nice, quiet guy, and um, like he he was a bartender. So I felt like if Wells moves there, they should just move him to the uh, bartender. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, that's, I mean that would that would make a lot of sense. I think Wells knows the show uh, well enough, obviously at this point. Yeah. Um, what I think about he's- us? Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm I'm open to it. I I am fifty grand negotiable. a year. I'll 150 grand a year. I'll do it. Yeah, no, no questions asked, dude. No. Absolutely. <laughs> you could give me an offer that's insultingly low by bachelor standards, and I will do it. Shit, so shit. I'll split 150k with you. I'll just get all those <laughs> we'll get all those Instagram fo- Think about it, get all the Instagram followers, do a couple swipe ups to make up for the money, you know? Yeah, yeah, we can maybe be, start uh... an OnlyFans. Ooh, I told you, yeah, you know, I told you my idea the OnlyFans, and we just it's me and you, and we just post with pictures of fans. <laughs> <laughs> the the OnlyFans, OnlyFans, yeah. I got it from uh, I was watching uh, a girl that has an only the girl on like Insta or uh, Instagram is like OnlyPans, and she like shows how to cook. So I thought it was ah. funny. I was like, oh, it'll be funny. I was ah. like, oh, oh, there's fans. And I was just like, I, I like, like oh. that. All right. Yeah. That, I like that. Um, yeah. L- listen, I'm I'm down to uh, I will whore myself out over the internet for money. All right. Only oh, fans. Yeah. So so keep a keep a lookout. I'll I'll start I'll start selling pictures of my feet to men any in girl, Nebraska. Any, all right. Yeah. Anyone wants to like, pick my feet pictures, they're up for sale. I, I get day. a lot of compliments on my feet. I must say, I, I, I do have very, very aesthetically pleasing tootsies. I'm looking at them right now as, I'd, as I'm talking I'd, to you, Scotty. I'd say mine are average, but I do get a pedicure. <laughs> I do get Ooh. a pedicure uh, probably like once every six to eight weeks. Wow. I've gotten one pedicure ever and I want to get another one. I want to, so I, I, I should start going like you go, you know? Have it's them shave, so nice. shave my feet off or, or whatever the calluses, uh, and, yeah. and whatnot. Maybe I can get one of those ones where that has the, uh, the little fish that eat the, eat the dead skin off your, uh, I, off I, your feet. I don't know if I could do that. I feel like that would tickle more, but, mm. um, yeah, 
I get it. That's I love fair. them. Yeah. All right, we're um, making men men getting pedicures watching the bachelors. We're opening up a a place. Yeah. <laughs> Mondays Mondays from seven to ten. Actually, we'll go six to eleven. You come in, you get a pedicure, you get a couple glasses of wine. The bachelors on. Yep. Yeah, we're. Uh, <laughs> it's like hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> it's like paint night for uh, for men. <laughs> we're gonna be in there. We're gonna be gossiping. Uh, put a, our our hair up in towels and such on the couch. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for this idea, Scott, let's drop the paperwork. All right. We got to find something good. else for the other seven days out of the week, but I think we got Mondays. Uh, we got Mondays ready to roll. <laughs> we could do a uh, love Island. Isn't that like every day? Is it? I didn't I think I've like never watched I love, love Island. I watched it like who like old ones, but I think it's like every day. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I could get behind that. Love Island. Uh, just be like a reality TV centric bar for, for yeah. men who are ashamed to watch it and it's, talk it's about a, it. It's sports <laughs> clips. It's a, it basically a version of sports clips. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're a support group for men that want to watch the bachelor franchise. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm excited for, for BIP to be back, dude. I'm, I'm excited for uh, who, who are you excited to see back? I mean, a, a guy and a girl, who are you excited to see back from what you've seen on, on the, uh, the list of contestants? Well, I love, like, I, I love Demi. I think she's like, I think she's the real, like she, she, when she was on her season and even bachelor in paradise last time in this one, she literally just, she is who she says. She doesn't BS around the book. She's like, I'm not here. I'm here for this. I'm here mm. to find someone. And like, if you wrong her, she's like a spite girl, which, you know, we're spite people. I love a good spite. Right. And so oh, big, that, I'm a big grudge guy. Big, big grudge, grudge guy. Yeah. So, so my <laughs> thing is, you know, if someone wrongs her, she's going to go, she's going to be a grudge person spite, which I love. So I love that Debbie. I think, um, I don't know, for the guys, huh? Maybe Brendan. I just think yeah. like he's actually like there to like look for someone, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, him or grocery store Joe. Just yeah, you're about, but but people don't realize about grocery store Joe is he got eliminated mm. night one. Really? Yeah. Well, please explain. Please go on. So he, yeah, so grocery store Joe. I just typed in grocery store Joe. Um, and it's a grocery store is near me. Um got eliminated night um yeah so grocery store joe after uh night one elimination grocery store show may be headed to bachelor in paradise basically what happened was she sent him home and um she sent him home but everyone loved him he seemed nice he had like a nice smile everyone just kind of fell in love with him so when he went home he became very popular with like the public and on twitter and stuff so mm -hmm. they put him on Bachelor in Paradise, and that's when everyone kind of fell in love with him. Wow. Okay. Whose season yeah. was he on? Um, Becca. Oh wow! Yeah, Becca. So he's been he's been around a long time. So that was a, that's an old one. Yeah, because she wow. picked what's his name. Oh, I don't even remember um, at this point. I don't remember the names of any of the the ones that like Ari picked or uh even uh, becca's on the face? season becca's on the season of bip yeah she picked garrett and i believe they got yeah so she picked garrett 
and they called it the engagement off because you had to keep the in order to keep the ring and everything you have to last two years and they call off like two years and like a month later and she's oh, back on wow. the show. yeah she's back and i think she might be one of the other than nick vile she won the first people to be a bachelor um at or a bachelor contestant like the actual one and be on bachelor in paradise because usually so it's not weird. one of them yeah yeah like i know claire uh was only very briefly the bachelorette and she was maybe yeah. one of the worst um if not the worst the, definitely the, top two and she wasn't second so um the worst the worst uh, but like she was she'd been around the block so i guess that doesn't surprise me it's a little weird in that you know like nick was on two seasons and was his own bachelor for a season and was also on bip he's like mr bachelor yeah i mean so it's not unprecedented that that this would happen but um yeah I'm, he was I'm on excited. bachelor winter games i believe oh my god why Remember was that? he on so many things why I, I, bachelor winter games was kind of funny because they had people from all the other countries there he kept mm. the like the lady the girl from because they do a bachelor in japan he kept her on she even speak english but they just kept he kept her on because he felt like they'd bring someone else on the you know, he just like would pick her because she's like, you know, she's a great person, like super nice. It's hard for her. So she, yeah. she kind of felt like bad. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, like at a certain point, it's like, all right, let's move on. Let's get, let's move on. Let's get some more new blood in here to, to mix things up. Um, you know, like you said, I'm excited to see Brendan. I liked him in Tasia's season. Um, I'm, I'm excited to. I'm excited to see Ivan again too because I liked him as well. Yeah, um, uh, I mean his thing was like that, the religion thing with Tasha. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that was about. I don't know where they really. That was where the more, disconnect there. That was the more awkward. Like you saw when they got out of that RV, mm. you could like feel the tension. Yeah, of how that was a I just I thought it was just bad sex. Yeah. <laughs> Very realistic possibility. I mean, that's why that's why they give well, them these one-on-one dates. You got to try before you buy. You know the the overnights there. Yeah. How about uh, her her doing the no jerking off, thinking that was like funny. Oh, that's, yeah. That's your that's a typical like girl thinks something's funny and guys are like this isn't funny. It's just yeah, like, no. stupid. That's a definitely like <laughs> this is just stupid. And what is it? Is it like, is it an honor system? Like, are, do they have somebody watching them? Like they're going for a drug test? Like what's yeah. the deal? Yeah. <laughs> well, this would be funny. Like, no, it won't. Like, that's not funny. Some guy in some guy in glasses just sits at the, uh, in the chair in the corner of the hotel room, like well, reading the newspaper, make sure, making sure he doesn't crack stick. Also, if like, like imagine like you get your like hometown technically you get the fantasy suite and you haven't cracked stick in fucking two oh two months God. like you know how quickly that would end i mean i last 12 seconds as it is you know like never mind not being able to fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah 12 12 seconds is generous all right listen after after months of not doing that holy shit it's I, like i still the I wind re- blows in the right direction, and I'm just like that. And the Andy Samberg jizz in my pants video, you yeah. know, like Jesus. I, I tell you this, I tell you this all the time. The I think I've told you a couple of times that your story when when Maddie and Nicole were like, "So how long does it take?" It's like five minutes to jerk off, and you were like, "If it's five minutes, 
four and a half is me finding the thought the, the right video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's it, so funny. I mean, uh, it's true, ladies. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we don't have to light up candles and, and get the incense going and, you know, throw on a little Al Green, some Barry White yeah. talking smooth into my ears or anything like that. You know so, what? Yeah. <laughs> a little off topic because I can tell you have the you have the Patriots game on in the background, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can tell we, we both be looking up at the same time. I'll yeah. tell you this best bet in fucking sports right now is uh preseason football unders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. 1000%. First, first quarter, no touchdowns. Also a good prop bet. Uh, yeah. Right. Right now we've got uh, it's nine to seven Patriots. So we're. <laughs> We're really cooking with 34. Ooh. <laughs> 34. I don't know if that's about gonna to hit. hit. Yeah, you're, yeah, I took the under. Like it just it, it's good. It's about the third strings are about to come in. So uh yeah, yeah preseason football. Um, the one, I know the a lot one of thing your... about when the when the third stringers come in, the one thing about those guys is like they're like playing for a job, so they're just going in, they're trying to fucking sling it. Yeah, you but know? like the, the quarterback ain't throwing like eight, like the offensive line's worse. So like they're getting like rushed a lot more. They're not sitting in the pocket for five seconds throwing an 80 yard touchdown bomb. Everyone's a little right. slower moving around. So I'm not too worried. Um, right. But yeah, I, I can't wait for college football to start too. I and start my my gambling podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So uh tell tell us about that and then we'll uh yeah, we'll get we'll wrap so, up here. I know you got things so, to do in yeah. New York City tonight. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go out till four a.m. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um I uh, so I, uh, my buddy started a, 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 a app called Vookie. It's it's free. Um, all you basically it's a free sports betting app. You don't have to put any money in. Uh, nothing to do with that. All you do is you know you watch some ads. The more ads you watch, the more credits you get. You can bet with the credits. So once you win some bets, you start getting some credits. You can gamble with those extra credits too. And then mm-hmm. you know you get to let's say you have ten thousand credits. You can exchange that for a twenty five dollar Amazon gift card. Or you can use a, a raffle. So there might be 10 credits per raffle ticket and you can put as many ticket raffle tickets in. They have some cool things. Um, they are, I mean, they had AirPods one day. They have a bike, mm. uh, a, a beach cruiser that was going off. Um, they gave away Suns uh, playoff tickets a couple of times if you follow. Ooh. So if you go to, uh, if you go to their Instagram, actually, um, you go to their Instagram, it's called... It's Vookie, V-O-O-K-I-E, and it's obviously at Vookie. And mm. they actually have a game, week two, Cardinals-Vikings, and they're giving away, if you do like the five steps, follow, repost, and whatever, they're giving away two tickets to the Cardinals-Vikings game in Glendale, and they'll pay for airfare. Wow. If you, you win from deal. outside the state. Yeah, if you win from outside the state, you, they'll pay for your airfare. Um, so – uh, but basically, it's a sports betting app, and I'm going to be doing the college football. Excellent. So I have a, that... I have a couple. I have a couple. Start my first episode next week for just over unders on the year. Mm. Um, I love Get... Boston College over seven wins. Oh, really? Yeah, I, you have faith yeah. in BC football? Yeah. So so here they they have their quarterbacks returning. He had a he had a good year last year. They have two good wide receivers. Their defense is returning a lot of players. Um, they might have one of the best offensive lines in the ACC. Again, their quarterback, a new coach. I really like the new coach. Uh, came from mm-hmm. Ohio State. 
I just okay. like how they're slinging the ball around. Um, so I like them over seven. I, I, Louisville is seven wins. I'm taking the under. I see like two guaranteed wins on their roster. Oh, wow. So I see okay. two. So I think uh, them and the under. Um, there's University of Kansas is over under one win. I, I'm, take, I'm taking the over because I think that would just be a thrilling season. So mm. if they don't win against South Dakota the first game, I uh, just kiss that goodbye probably. But they win week one against a Division One AA team. You know, you're, you're already pushing. Um, what's some other they ones that I like? Stink, though. They stink. Like, stink, stink. They're so bad. Not just but, regular stink. <laughs> but I feel like Texas Tech is down. Like, I feel like they could steal a win somewhere. Um, mm. What was the other one um, I liked? Oh, I'm, Alabama is 11 and a half. They have to go undefeated. Mm. I know you don't make money betting against Alabama, but they, they're, they lost their quarterback, running back, three wide receivers. Like, I, I know they reload, but yeah. I just, I, they, the ACC is, the SEC is really good this year. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M's good. Florida's good. Um, it's got, um, hopefully LSU bounce, but I don't, LSU might be an underpick this year. I have to look a little more into that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, 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 and Clemson's 11 and 11 and uh, a half too. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you're taking a team to, I know the Oklahoma, you Oklahoma, if you're taking a team with good value to win the uh, championship, Oklahoma is pretty good. They have the best quarterback out of, I think of all of them, at least, you know, DJ, Olumului or whatever I can't pronounce his last yeah, name. Yeah, Clemson. Yeah, is, is, about, yeah. yeah, he he had a good game and he might be the most touted one. But like, if you have him, the guy from the starting quarterback for Ohio State that just won the job, and the quarterback from Alabama and Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma, like Spencer Rattler is the most proven one. They have mm-hmm. weapons. They also have the best defensive line that no one's talking about. And, the, and I know people don't like to talk about the Big Twelve defense, but their defensive line is very good. They might all four of those guys might get drafted. So. Mm. Um, okay. Any, so, I, what's, uh, what's the, give us one, uh, like your, I guess, sure thing, your surefire bet, your, your picks pick here. What, what do we got? Like, you, you got to pick one. You, you're throwing a bunch of money down on it because you think that's a sure thing. What are you going with? Well, I t- took some notes over here. Let me grab them. Sorry, I'm I'm, no, no, I'm yeah. putting Scotty I mean, I, I'm to very, putting Scotty I'm, to work here, folks. I'm very high on BC over seven wins. Okay. Um, I, I but all my I'm money. Always, I, I, just, I always have a hard time with BC football, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. All right. All right. Here. Here's one. Mm-hmm. Western Kentucky is five and a half wins. They okay. have the new Houston Baptist coach who basically they brought their quarterback and three wide receivers from that team that put up like 600 yards a game. And mm. that Houston Baptist, he's only lost to Texas Tech by like two points last year. He's oh, bringing wow. them over there. They have, they return a lot of players and they're only at five and a half wins. I like them. Um, okay. But it's Conference USA. Uh, that's doable. Hey, Conference yeah. USA, not very good. So, yeah, I the mean, only thing is, I believe. Hold on, they're good value story? over five and a half. There, the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Yeah, their mascot's a big red blob. <laughs> the only thing is, so they go, they open with Tennessee Martin win could be a win, but then they go Army. I don't know Indiana, 
Michigan State. So mm. you're looking at three like losses right there. So you're starting the year one and three. So you need five in the next eight. So they need to go five and three the rest of the way. Okay. That's the only thing. But I, I, I think they're pretty good. Okay. All right. I, I can I can yeah. live with that. So uh, I'm gonna explain to you why why BC football gives me pause to bet on so i went to oh it was the the one time in my life i felt like so fired up about uh about gambling on a football game oh gambling. I went, okay i went to a i went to a bachelor party in vegas uh three years ago and i got up i was on i was running on east coast time i was there with a bunch of west coast dudes so they were yep. all sleeping i was down in the in the hotel uh sports book betting on games at nine in the morning and i get down there and i put i put money on uh purdue to cover against bc and i, I told the people i was with that they're like dude you're nuts like bc's gonna beat the shit out of them i was like listen man i'm telling you i've watched a lot of bc football because they're the only football like college football program yeah. in the northeast that anybody gives a shit about and they're not as good as Purdue. They're like, no, listen, I'll do a side bet with you. Like, whatever. This like, is no, no, two no. years like, ago, right? Uh, three, three. It was 2018. Yeah. So they, they, had... they weren't very good. And they got their asses kicked by Purdue. Yeah. And I was like, I fucking told you. So they have a new coach. Their mm -hmm. offense line's good. All right. Here, they open up with Colgate. So the, the, okay. the, the quarterback that they have last year, because you didn't really get to watch much of them because, like, their season was a little short or whatever. Um or like with COVID, they didn't really get a good time. He's a transfer from uh, Notre Dame. He, I believe, was a four-star recruit coming out of high school. And they return, like, their wide receivers, their running back, I think um, they have, like, some decent running backs. But their offense line, their defense is always pretty good. Uh, but they open up with Colgate, UMass, and Temple. So they start oh, the year wow. off 3-0. and Yeah. They start the year off 3-0. and um, Missouri, SEC, that could be a loss. It could be. But there's a chance they start the year off 4-0 heading into Clemson. That's a loss. Mm -hmm. NC State's not that good. Louisville, Louisville, I think, stinks. They right. smacked them up the last couple of years. Syracuse stinks. So even if they lose those two, that's, that's one. See, even if they win two of those, that's five wins right there with Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Florida State, and Wake Forest. So I just, mm -hmm. like, think that – and I, I, I'm a big – they're 50-50 games mm. are at home, okay. right? Where it's a coin flip. Okay. Um, Clemson's a loss. They're on the road. Who cares? You know, NC State, I think they win. Louisville, terrible. Syracuse, terrible. They win. Virginia Tech, coin flip at home. Wake Forest, uh, they're usually pretty bad, but I, I got to look into more of them. But, like, coin, those games are at home. So, lo like, mm. they're tough games on the road that they normally lose anyways. Okay. Um, so, that's, that's what I, like, look at, too, when I'm, like, confused, like, all right, they're 50-50 games. Where are they? Oh, like you're playing – like you're in the SEC. If you're like Mississippi State, you have – at home, you have Alabama, Texas A&M, LSU all at home. You're like, shit, like we want to play like Mississippi at home, like our, our, our Vanderbilt at home. Those games we might not win. We want to play those at home so we mm. help ourselves out, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. That, that makes that, – that makes sense. I mean, the, the home field definitely is going to give you a little bit of an edge, especially uh, with with COVID and, and everything. So, um, 
you know, that that's, I, I can see that. Uh, you know what, yeah. for you, I will put a, a small wager on the BC Eagles and root like hell that they bring eight wins back to Chestnut Hill this year. So I can yeah. sleep soundly at night. Um, it's, you know, it's something that we could, we're in this together. All right, let's do it. I'm down. Let's, let's ride baby. So uh, over, over seven or over seven and a half. What are we, what over is the... seven, seven's a push. So that's okay. why I like the value. I, I, I see like, okay. I mean, I see eight wins there, but um, yeah. Say could always finish, could always finish seven and five and you get your money back. I mean, yep. you know, not, not crazy to, to fathom, um, but you want to, you want to plug your, uh, your pods, yeah. Oh, yeah. your, uh, your, your social, your social security number. Yeah. 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 SSN. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies um, and gentlemen, so, get your pens and paper ready. And I'll get the routing <laughs> number too. Uh, bachelor chat with beauty and the beast. And we're on Instagram at bachelor chat. And um, yeah, we, that's just all bachelor stuff for next 30 straight weeks. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what we're going to be doing. Um, yep. Nothing crazy. You just recapping. Um, and then the other one is through book bookie. It's, it's the pick six podcast. I just created it. I'm waiting on the um, it's pick like your the interception, the number six podcast. And mm -hmm. um, again, just waiting for that logo to come in, just started it. So that will be up probably next Wednesday or Thursday college football starts on the 28th with like four games. Mm. So that should be yeah. fun. Right in the thick of it. And where can we find you on uh, on on Twitter and, and Instagram? Oh yeah, Instagram s picard five, okay. and on Twitter we got pic one zero nine zero. So give give Scott a follow. Um, tune in, download, subscribe, download, rate, review their podcast. It's very good. Him and Nicole do a great job uh, talking about the bachelor franchise, um, of, of all sorts that, I mean, like, like we said earlier, it's kind of like a science to us. All right. We watch this seriously. Okay. We're, we're professional bachelor watchers here and Scott yeah. and Nicole do a great job of it. So, um, definitely download wherever you get your pods, Spotify, Apple, uh, are probably the most prevalent I would think, but you can probably get them yeah. wherever you're looking. So you um, think, uh, Spotify is going to come for us, offer us three years, 60 million, like call her daddy. No, I don't. I think they're going to offer you six years, 120 bucks. million. <laughs> <laughs> Double it up, baby. Sir, we're going to go. pay you. They're, they'll pay us not to post on their site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll pay you just a, a mint, just a, a regular run of the mill average salary to never, ever put your voice out over our airwaves ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I appreciate it, man. Good catching up. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Um, you know, and, and go enjoy yourself in, in New York for, you got to go back to the desert and sweat your balls off for a couple more months before yeah. it, you get a, a much humanist. more manageable 80 and 80 in December or whatever you guys Eight, got going on. Out there. 82. <laughs> it's human as fuck right now though. Yeah. But um, yeah, follow, follow, uh, follow the pod on, on Instagram and Twitter at HCTB pod. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at JLang20 on both. Uh, any last words, Scott? No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, hopefully I survived tonight. Yeah, no, I, I hope <laughs> so too, dude. Um, you know, whatever you do, don't get lost out on the, on the main streets. I know you're a, 
I know you're a West Coast guy now. You don't know how we operate out here on the East Coast anymore. So um, I'm being too nice, they say. Like, I'm, I'm too nice now. Way too nice. You you've lost your edge, dude. But I have. Um, but yeah, man. Well, uh, go go have a fun time. Um, thanks for tuning in. As always, uh, you know, uh, subscribe, download, rate, review, and share. We're we're growing this thing, baby. We're we're putting out content. So come along for the ride. It'll be fun. Um, but uh, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.